welcome to the Sports Bet Soccer Podcast. We are back after an extended layoff um, for various reasons that we won't go into. They're boring and, and ultimately unrewarding. Uh, joining me today, as ever, I think this is the first time all four of us have been in a room together. So not as ever. Yeah, as never. As never. <laughs> uh, the Irish tones there of one Keon McCohen, um, which I traditionally have to get wrong. Ed Wyatt as well, also joining us. Ed, Thank you. you Thank you for having me in. I'm back from uh, his paternity leave. Dave McDonald, how are you? And how is the the little bub? And visit Ireland. All good. I'm glad you didn't call me um, Irish. I might have become an Australian citizen last night. Oh, congratulations. Thank well you. done. Very nice. So when we talk about the A-League, uh, I take all my kind of information on board as the... Lo- local guy <laughs> Just like me You and I yeah. Just Aussie accents yeah. right <laughs> Work very well yeah, Born and bred That thick Ocker accent <laughs> we, can, we can all hear mm-hmm. uh, you, Speaking of the A-League uh, Kicks off tonight Adelaide versus Sydney I believe the first game And then the Melbourne Derby Tomorrow uh, Ed Wyatt Yes The uh, the uh, call you The A-League expert In the office um, You're going to give us A quick overview of this season a little preview a little bit yeah thanks for having me in on this um before we start into that let's it's all up in the air depending on whether usain bolt is going to sign a deal with the mariners so that that's currently being weighted well he's uh, good signs this morning he's rejected a bid from the maltese champions (laughs) when i heard he had an offer from europe i I thought okay he's got to deal with europe and then i find out it's malta and nothing against malta which is a great country but the league, you know, isn't exactly uh, what you'd call a strong European league. Personally, guys, I don't know how much you've seen of him. I think it's great. It was great that he did this. There's no way once the A-League starts that he can play. He is not up to the level uh, A-League standard, in my opinion. And that's in something. Um, I think we'd all agree that the A-League standard at times isn't mm. European standard. Um, he, he can't play. But I think it's been brilliant for him and Central, yeah. and Central Coast. Yep, They've been very smart. Um and the way they've gone about us, but he got his couple of goals against what was that team called? Yeah, the Southwest MacArthur yeah, Bid, which is a very catchy name. Um, <laughs> and also before that, it was a Central Coast Select, which I remember watching that going, Jesus, they're really pushing the term select here. So he was not playing against very good competition. And I think that to me, and around the office, a lot of guys are like, it'd be great. I can't believe they haven't signed him. It's great to have him around, as you said. It was great seeing him out there, signing autographs, doing all that. But I can't see him playing in the A-League. It's been wonderful, actually, lads, watching Ed crush everybody's dreams. Uh, (laughs) Young young Patrick Garshagan, an optimistic little... um, I wouldn't call him little. No, yeah. Enormous rascal who works in our team every morning. Ed, did you see? Did you see you saying last night? Wasn't he doing it here? Wasn't he going out there? He was going to score some... He'd be a great... He'd be a great pickup for them, wouldn't he, Ed? And it's just like, no. Yeah, I think I think, I think regular, like, you know, sports fans who maybe don't know as much about football as, as the esteemed company here do think that there's some kind of high correlation be- between being able to run fast and, and being a footballer. And mm. it's just not the case. So he did score a nice goal last week, mm. um, albeit against kind of rubbish opposition. But yeah, certainly when it comes to the the opening kind of weekend, there's, there's no and chance. And make a mockery. I mean, they've got Ross McCormick who is championship standard yep. in England. Yep. And if you compare that sign, and if he's starting beside that bloke, and I think those that have doubts over the Jamaican team over the years, yeah, I wouldn't be a big fan. Yeah. Um, what do they do with him, though? It's a difficult... What's their exit strategy? Is there one? Do they keep him around for a season? Does he... I'm sure he would enjoy the 
circuit up there? On yeah, the- it's a great question. I mean, I, I you know, the trouble is it's going to cost them a bit and the FFA has been asked to kick in money to, to support it the way they have with other marquees. And I just can't see them coming to the party on this one, particularly with the new board coming in. So there's some turmoil in the, within the FFA board. I just can't see them rubber stamping a big investment for a guy who I honestly don't think is going to bring that much. He's already sort of done a great little thing. He's fulfilled I the narrative. He has fulfilled I've the narrative. scored the goals. But, yes. all, but it's... Yeah. yeah, it's almost more of a problem now that he's scored the goals because the yeah, clamour for them to yep. Yep. yeah, from it's a good point. People who are yeah, not yeah. aren't aren't as across. I think maybe yeah. the FFA says, "Oh, we can't make the decision at this time," and then Mariners say, "We don't have the money to do it," and and away we go. But yeah, it is a difficult one. On to the game, uh, the first game tonight's game, Adelaide against Sydney. A couple interesting stats on this: Adelaide are unbeaten in their last six openers, so they've won three and drawn three in their last six openers. But Sydney are unbeaten in their last six against Adelaide. So, uh, draw. yeah, I think a draw, <laughs> a draw is on the cards. Um, interesting, uh, my only concerns about Sydney this year, obviously Graham Arnold moving on, uh, whether Steve Corica can keep that same kind of thing going. Big loss of Trent Bahaja, who's a young kid that we really liked a lot. Uh, this was going to be his big opportunity to, on the stage after being uh, with the Mariners and kind of coming off the bench as sort of a fast-running guy that could get some goals late. He's a kid that I really liked and a lot of other people really liked. Unfortunately, towards ACL, so he's out for a while. Uh, De Silva's also going to miss tonight. But, I, you know, I think they are still got, got the horses. I think they're still a solid team. And, uh, you know, that wouldn't surprise me if they went to Adelaide and got the win. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd agree with that. You know, there's obviously a lot of unknowns with uh, with Karaka coming in. They, they've lost, obviously, a huge proportion of the goals last year mm. as well, um, which is Concerning, but Lafondre's come in, done well pre-season. I Looks think he's got good. four goals on yep. penalties. Obviously, De Jong, 29, Dutch international, really good pedigree with Ajax. He looks like he's a class above in terms of most players in the league. And I, uh, I still like Sydney. You know, for those sort of fair-weather fans, De Jong, most famously, of the uh, kicking... Uh, Kicking, who did he kick in the chest? Javi Alonso during the World no, Cup you have final? No, you have the wrong man. You've, De Jong? Um, that's Nigel. Yeah, different uh, one. Yes. Yeah. Which young is this? This is CM. CM. Brother of Luke. Score goals for fun. Um, it's going back a couple of years, but I mean, this is a major drop in level, so yeah. I reckon he could be on that. I still, though, would be a bit cautious with Sydney. I think mm. you'd, you'd be surprised how quickly teams come back to the pack. I think yep. we underestimate Arnold and Bobo score goals for Bobo, fun. Bobo, absolutely. Um, I think they're still going to be a good team, but at the prices, I wouldn't touch them for outrights. And uh, the Just other thing, to you guys. The other thing look, the other thing they lose is the entertainment factor of Matt Simon coming on and picking up a red card in like ten seconds. So that's moved over to the Mariners, but uh, you know they're not going to have that anymore. So anyway, I think uh, good entertaining game to open with. Also, the FFA Cup final team. So it's kind of an early thing. Maybe they should just play that, uh, play that one, <laughs> and get it out of the way. This counts as both uh, the Derby. Tomorrow night, Saturday night, victory against City. This is the first A-League game at Marvel Stadium, guys. Oh, yeah, I actually <laughs> drove, drove past and I'd seen a sign for it. I was like, geez, that, that's happened quickly, hasn't it? Yeah, the branding is up. Uh, Marvel it Stadium. is Marvel Stadium. Uh, victory of one of the last four out of the last five meetings. There hasn't been a draw in the last six Um Victory, look, they've got all the pieces. They've got Honda, they've got uh, Toivonen, they've reloaded, but pretty poor form leading in. Mm, yeah, they've been probably the worst with Western Sydney coming in in terms of their form. They've yeah, had a couple of really poor results at home to, I think they lost at home to Wellington did. Uh, 3-1, 3-1 which, yeah. which is a extremely poor result against the worst team in the A-League. 
So it's it's hard to know. I'm not a big City fan. I don't think they've done great business. Um, signed a couple of decent players, Richie Delat coming in should should do well for them. Um, I like Victory more still, but probably sit on the fence in this one. Um, Honda. Yep. The uh, is he probably the the, the best <laughs> Cambodia manager? See, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that's that is a genuine marquee signing for it the A League. Yep. Um, it's the first one in a, in a while. It is. Is he going to just tear it up, or are we are we going to see the sort of uh, waning career, of, um, sort of quietly effective, or what are we looking for? What was a good season? What's a good return Great for question. Honda this year? You'd like to think there's still upside to his signing. I think he's finally because of their so-called marquee signings the last couple of years have been. Terrible. Well, I was approached to be the marquee signing yeah. last year. So yeah, the word marquee was. Borderline on a lot of these guys. <laughs> it, yeah. it was just a gazebo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he'll do okay. Um, I actually, looking at Victory, um, my extensive research for this podcast, which happened 20 minutes ago, um, <laughs> I um, I don't see like it shining out has been like a fantastic season of signings and they weren't fantastic last year. I actually thought City have signed very well. Um, no kind of star jump out players, but players that can play certainly in the championship in England. And I reckon as a backbone of a side that that goes a, lot, a long way. But for this game at the weekend, because neither team can really defend, it's got a two-all written about it. Well, the draw paying $3.60. So, uh, you know, worth worth jumping on, despite the fact that Ed clearly said that these teams don't draw. Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah. maybe it is time for a draw. Yeah, I, I agree that City's got some uh, decent ins. O'Halloran is injured, so he's out for a little while. But Riley McCree, I think, is a Caceres is back signing. from City. Uh, that wonderful uh, underground signing system that City have with players and um, what do you do? Go over there and have a couple, a couple of coffee. I don't and know. Zip around the training and Arzani, and come of course, home. who was a star last year. Uh, I do follow Celtic in Scotland, and yeah. he has played a couple of minutes for their under twenty ones. That's, that's it. about yeah. it. Wow. Yeah, so, that's actually creating a little. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, yeah creating a little bit of uh, controversy. But uh, they moved a lot of guys out. Fitzgerald, Manny Musket. Finally, <laughs> that Manny Musket's not around anymore. Kamal <laughs> Tongik, uh, Stefan Mock. Those guys are gone. So yeah, I think it'll be an interesting game. I think Victory's a club that's going to get better. As they go on, I think Musket rallies the troops, gets them together. They'll have a crisis or two, as they always do. And then Musket, somehow, there'll be rumors about him getting sacked. And then he'll come again, and they'll be right there at the end. That's so kind of the The A-League is really weird, because all the players, like Matt Simons and these guys that go to so many clubs, no club ever seems to have stability about them. Like yeah. I remember Western Sydney, you know, after a big successful year, and they just said goodbye to half their team, so... I don't know how fans keep in tune with it all. Yeah, it is very, very difficult. Or indeed podcasters. Um, that's their kit, Victory's kit this season, is an absolute, probably the best kit the A-League's seen, I would say. I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, not a, yeah. it's not a tough top five to I, crack. Yeah. Um, but it is, no, a, you're it, right. is, it is a work of art. Have you guys got any uh, futures bets? Any, anything you, anyone you like for the outright yeah, this year? Yeah, there's, there's a few teams I, I like and, and, and dislike as well. So um, I've got a few kind of angles here. I like Lafondre, as I said earlier on, doing well pre-season. I think, you know, going as well as he has done in Championship and, and League One in his career. He's still not that old. Playing for Sydney, who, as I said, I still think are the best team in the league. He is the number nine, will play pretty much all all games takes penalties he's 850 around top goal scorer um it's a good pretty good bet 
Sydney for for the outrider for the minor. I think you get you get around four dollars something along those lines for the minor. A little bit bigger for the outright because of the the nature of the kind of pseudo kind of round robin series. Yeah, I do worry a little bit about culture shock for Adam Lafondra. This is a man whose previous career is Stockport County, Rochdale, Rotherham, Reading, Bolton, <laughs> Wigan, Wolverhampton, back to Bolton. I mean, that is a that is a that is a tour of the. the Sorry, culture shock it may be around the weather and the lifestyle. Yeah, I wouldn't exactly. say around the standard of football. No, not yeah. the standard of football, True. but certainly like he yeah. is going to get to Sydney and um, yeah, tear it up. Well, well I, it might be the fact that he yeah, that, uh, this might suit him incredibly well. But he might get there and be like, "What are all these things like running <laughs> running water, hot and cold taps? Um, you know, <laughs> what are these things? People with, with smiles on their faces. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Foreigner only top goal scorer." Um, there is a thing around what Moy gave him the supply two years ago or three years ago but after yeah. all his injuries he's going to be the focal point of the attack and especially with Varabout I mean he's probably in for about he looks great I'm a little worried year. about his penalty uh, conversion he struggles race. with the conversion yeah. rate that's the only thing but he looks great I mean he, you're, you're right he, yeah. he's an unbelievable scorer he's as good as we've got in the league in that form I think Ninkovic personally for me is probably the best player in the league personally but but yeah, Fornaroli, just dangerous. Unbelievable target, man. Unreal. And also quite good fun. You mentioned VAR there. We're not getting VAR in the Premier League this year. So, you know, it'd be good to see how it pans out mm. over the course of a Always season. Always fun. Worked awesome. so well in the World Cup. Uh, we both like Perth, Kieran. Yeah, Perth, defensively, like, I mean, when you look at their defence, the the standard of, of signings they've, they've made... You know, guys like Franjic, Davidson in yep. their defence. Spiranovic. Spiranovic, yep. just really, really solid. And an absolute no-brainer for top six. But the market's kind of reacted to that already. But I think Perth as well, an out- outside shot for, for winning the whole thing. Um, I and think the, of all the, ma- the manager upside is huge as well. It's, it's massive. He's, he's the best manager Tony in the comp. Probably yeah. just, yeah. Now the that he's got his uh, big... Bank, healthy bank balance from his time in Turkey. He can come back now and enjoy. He won't be again. as entertaining as Kenny Lowe was, and he won't. Yeah. But it's, he won't be wearing those shit tracksuits at Kenny yeah. Lowe either. <laughs> I, so I, I, think, I do agree with you on I that. I think losing Taggart has um, a bit of a blow, though. Mm. Like he's he's definitely one of the yep. top strikers in the league. So good for Brisbane to get him in. Um, so they might struggle on the on the opposite end, but defensively that they'll go well enough to be to be right up there. Yeah, I think they're eight bucks. I think. Aren't yeah, it's they, pretty, to win it's it? pretty yeah, good. I, I like that. I yep. also like. Um, Notwithstanding the whole kind of bull circus, <laughs> like uh, Central Coast, I think what they've done, you know, bringing in as Dave said, McCormick and Tommy Orr, you know, yep. for that level, you know, I think you can write them off in terms of the the wooden spoon kind of reckoning. I think top six, in around the kind of two fifty to three bucks mark, I think you've got a really good bet there. For you know, obviously six out of ten teams are going to win, so I think when you're getting a forty percent chance on that, then I think snap that one up. Yeah, I think. Um I agree with Kieran there and it shows with uh, Newcastle Jets you only need two or three good players mm. to boost your team and you go very quickly up up, the, up yeah. the ladder I think that's a good one yep absolutely last thing I'd say too for me is uh, you know Wellington once again are the team that no one knows a damn thing about <laughs> we're just not yeah. as sure how they're going to play and well, it's kind of the I, same I think they are going to struggle Stephen Taylor former uh, yeah former Newcastle captain in there yeah. you know could be quite good for them defensively but I think they'll struggle but I think Western Sydney as as an outsider I mean they've struggled massively in pre-season haven't they've, looked good have they they've lost 3-1 3-0 and 4-0 I think in some of their games so I think just 26 bucks around on them wooden spoons what's the stadium update for them do they have are they back to 
No, the new one isn't uh, isn't available yet. Is I, I just think they're, they're playing on a little pitch near a hill, so you can just sort of... <laughs> um, Wellington, so many unknowns, but I feel playing Newcastle at home at the weekend and greater than four bucks about, it seems yeah, a big it's a, price. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a good bet. It's a I good, do, and Newcastle's had Or it, some uh, kind of I, like Asian handicap or a draw-no-bet play. Yeah. Like Newcastle, yeah. Newcastle, yeah, Newcastle sad, without O'Donovan as well. Yeah. It's just, they're just not the same as what they were with yeah. with him and with Naboo as well. They I uh, looked at the games that they played last year, and O'Donovan scored a bunch of goals. And uh, uh, you know they got Johnny Catrumbus, the young kid, was diagnosed with thyroid cancer, which is a very sad thing for them too. So there could be a little bit of a you know uh, yeah. sort of a sad emotion going to that first game. So you know I think yeah I think that's a real a real interesting look at it. Another season outlook. I'm not going to tip up an actual um, team or player, but January, the Asian Cup is on. A lot of players are going to be away. Um, you might see some value in actual games in around that period because mm. uh, they'll be based on kind of historical. I know uh, they're NIL. taking the international breaks in the A League this year, but I yeah, guess that wouldn't. Not that, in the uh, not not there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, guys, for um, for three people who, when I raised this A League preview, <laughs> were like, "Oh God, you've managed to waffle on for a good twenty minutes." Yeah, I, know, I was waiting for you to wrap us up. Fairly, I, was, yeah, I was waiting for the wind up. It was very good. It was very good. So, thank you very much, Ed, for joining no us. No worries. Will, I'm going to make you. We sh- we should try, and we will try to stay across the A League. I will, at least. Ed will. Yes. Um, and maybe you two can cry off and we'll have Ed on for a little segment every week. Beautiful. Catching up on the alley. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks for Ed having Wyatt. me in. Thank you. Well, what a, what a lovely thing it is to have Ed Wyatt on the show. Gentlemen, uh, an expert in all things, um, all things sport, but all things in life. If you ever need any sort of advice, just, you know, about life stuff, just, just flick us a, flick us a tweet and we'll get you Ed to answer your questions. Uh, boys, Big, big weekend of Premier League football and a great match that we can actually watch this weekend. Manchester United versus Chelsea, 10.30 tomorrow. Um, you know, double up, go straight in after the uh, Melbourne Melbourne game. Um, this is... Yeah, it's not a bad idea, is it? Um, this, is, this, is, um, this is a sad game in many ways for me. I can't imagine... Uh, United getting anything other than a thorough spanking here. We've got an abysmal record at Stamford Bridge. We've lost eight of the last uh, nine, I believe, at Stamford Bridge, which is pretty atrocious. And we're shit. So tell me how the Chelsea at Adol 72 isn't the better of the weekend. I don't think we can say anything there. Of course it is. <laughs> it's, it's very hard to see United getting anything out of this. You know, they're, they're eight in the league. They've played one of the top six teams. They got absolutely spanked in that game at home to Spurs. Had a really easy run of fixtures. you got to worry for them. You know, they've got four of the, the top six, the other four teams in the next nine games. We'll see where United are after that. And I think they could be in the bottom half at that stage. At which point is that when Mourinho gets the... Hopefully team? not. But he Chelsea, yeah, Chelsea, Chelsea, I'd love to... Um, I actually think Chelsea are a bit short at the weekend. Um they did get beaten 3-0 by Spurs, but I mean, the first hour, like, there should have been a couple of goals ahead. And I've seen Mourinho do this before. He's just going to come and absolutely take pride of getting a, a draw out of this game and just shutting up shop and nullify Hazard and you've kind of half the job done. So I think I think United will get a draw. 375, the draw. Always, I just love a draw. Like, nothing better than backing a draw and it coming off. Um, the, the problem I have is the... 
I think United's uh, morale seems to be at its lowest ebb ever going into this game. Um, there were reports in the week that United players were so frustrated by the the fact that basically every single pundit in the UK at the minute is is more or less an ex-Man United player. You've got um, Phil Neville, Gary Neville, Paul Scholes, Rio Ferdinand all doing the rounds. And apparently to sort of, you know, get their own back at training, they're sharing photos of like Gary Neville missing easy challenges or this type of stuff, um, which doesn't bode well for uh, for this game in my view. Anyway, we'll move on. Uh, West Ham Tottenham, London Derby. Um, or oh, to give them their full name, the resurgent West Ham, um, you know, Playing resurgence until the last game well, until the, Brighton. Yeah. Although they did yeah. hammer Brighton in that game, yeah. if you watch, yeah, I think they, they did were, seventeen shots in the game, so they were really should have really won. Unlucky, should have yeah. won comfortably. Four dollars twenty Spurs um, here. Sorry, West Ham here. Um, Spurs must be what? So Spurs a dollar eighty three. Probably a bit on the short side again for me there. It's short. See, yeah, I, I think, think that's. So. I think you. I think you roll Chelsea into Spurs. You chuck forty bucks on that, and then you take them. You have to deposit money to follow them. Pardon. Post results, you'll have to deposit again to go <laughs> based on the results. I agree with Cairn. I think West Ham at home to Spurs. Um, I reckon that's a draw as well for me. Draw? Is he sure? <laughs> <laughs> He's just checking his. It is. No, 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 it is. Yeah, yeah. Okay, very good. Uh, City, a dollar eight at home to Burnley, who are paying sort of Buster Douglas type odds here. $31. Um, um, no. <laughs> I mean, look, when it, whenever anything is a two-horse race, $31 is amazing odds. Um, Man City are the best team that I've seen in the Premier League for, for five, ten years, maybe, maybe more. Um, is there anything than, other than a straight sort of routine City victory here? This kind of game is one of those that are the in the shortlist for some kind of records goals in the year. He's always talking about his 10 0 wins. <laughs> I think this is what he's going to predict, isn't it? No, no, I want to say 4 0 City. Absolutely no hope in hell that Burnley can get anything from this. Um, not a hope. I think Burnley. You know, they really struggled earlier on. If you look at the last kind of couple of results, they, they look like they're turning around again, but they've been pretty lucky in those games against weak opposition again. So I think Burnley are probably one of the worst four to five teams in the league. And just it's it's hard to see City not scoring at least four goals, three to four goals anyway in this game. So they've got no chance of winning it. Well, if, if Dave does one is 10 nil, it is $200. Uh, a slightly more realistic four or five city four nil eight fifty feels pretty good. Yeah, I think I think we both went four nil, Dave. Did we? Yeah, I'm not sure about the two hundred dollars considering the ten nil has never happened in the history of the <laughs> Premier League. So, um, is it is nine nil against Norwich still the record score? Um, nine nil is the is the best score. Yeah, I think it might have happened a couple of times. Is it, is it Ipswich on Norwich? Is one United of those. Is, Ipswich? Yeah, Ipswich, Ipswich was was nine nil before. Yeah. Um, Aaron Moy's Terriers are eleven dollars at home to Liverpool, who are paying uh, one dollar thirty here. Even with uh, Mohamed Salah somewhat in crisis, he scored a goal from a corner uh, for Egypt during the international break. Is that the thing that's going to spark him into? At this, he's looked fat at this stage this last year. season. <laughs> goals and assists. He's only one goal less than where he was. Well, last how season. come he's looked so fat and useless? Nah, people are just panicking. Um, Liverpool have come out of a tough stretch of games. Uh, the international break hasn't been kind to them. Um, Slightly tricky on paper than it should be, really, but um, it's hard not to see anything but a Liverpool win. Um, 
But coming out of an international break is always slightly tricky. So we'll see. I, I think the yeah the injury concerns about Salah and Mane were not hundred percent whether they'll play or not. I think that's one thing I would I would look at. Um, and exercise a bit of caution, but I've got this down as pretty much the banker of the weekend. I mean, when you look at the odds, they're a dollar twenty-eight, dollar thirty away from home. Huddersfield really struggle home and away against any good sides. They they go okay against the lesser teams, but you see the records when they're playing the top six at home is is pretty shocking. So I think Liverpool, um, Liverpool halftime, full time, or to win both halves, or something along those lines is is probably the best value you can get. But this, week. this is where. Klopp has invested because before when these guys um, in a Huddersfield match the likes of Dominic Solanke would have been playing up front but now there's Sturridge's to replace Sturridge is starting to look a bit like the Sturridge we all hoped he might one day be getting the goal Well Sturridge realised that a bit part player at Liverpool instead of like a full time player at the likes of West Brom are chalk and cheese and he's happy to be a bit part Um, and Shaqiri and these guys as well to come in and replace so there is strength and depth Liverpool are lucky that they go uh, Huddersfield, Red Star and someone else shit next weekend, possibly Burnley from memory. So fixtures, they've got a great run of fixtures coming up. So not a bad time to get a few injuries. There were some murmurs of unrest in the Liverpool camp um, between Salah and Mane, not apparently getting on too much. Mane not enjoying all the all the sort of adulation that Salah gets, which I think is fair, I think. You know, he's pretty good as well. Doing a lot of social media work, going to uh, clean local mosques and all this. Do you feel that maybe there's a bit of a tension in the team? Apparently Shakiri not happy with the minutes he's getting. Shakiri's never been happy in his life. Uh, he was the same as Stoke. Um, I'm, That's fucking uh, fair enough. Then. I, uh, <laughs> have, you, have you been to Stoke? I'm unaware of... Um, uh, this fallout from the guys, but I think I think there's harmony there. Like, well, I suppose well, I mean, there isn't. I'm, t- I'm telling you, there isn't. The wheels okay. are coming off. Is what I'm telling <laughs> you. <laughs> that is a plea from a United supporter. Um, Liverpool have got gone through a really, really tough uh, stretch of fixtures. This is the time now, if they were serious about challenging for a title, that these fixtures they just kind of win them and win them easy. Exactly. And and we shall see if they are serious about winning a title. Uh, the next game, Arsenal, $1.45, Leicester, $6. Um, I've got a quick question for you guys. Um, are Arsenal good? Um, their forwards are good. They're definitely good. Lacazette is very good. Um, and I'm pretty sure if you score more goals than the other team, then you win 100% of the time. And I think that's just kind of what their strategy should be going forward. Let's... Let's forget about defending. We can play in a post-defence era. Let's just go and score goals. They might be good. Are they good? No, they're not. I'm an Arsenal fan <laughs> and I'm, I'm always a, a naysayer about Arsenal, but they're they're lucky. They're very lucky so far this season to have won nine games on the trot with what I've seen out of them. Um, I'm big expected numbers man, as you, as you probably know. We can call Arsenal- it XG. Arsenal should be, um, if you look at the the numbers, they should be about ten to eleven in the league, and they're so, actually two points behind first. So that's not going to happen. Or, or or does it mean that your XG stat is could be absolute nonsense? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it could be either of the two. Probably a bit of both. But Lacazette especially has looked brilliant. But Lacazette and Aubameyang, they're they're scoring pretty much every chance they get. I mean, it, it looked that way against Fulham. Every shot on target was was pretty much going in. Um, so. You think they're going to regress to the mean. The thing is, though, 
certain uh, there are occasions when that doesn't happen. Steph Curry, everyone said it. He's his three point shooting can't continue. He will regress to the mean. Look at the fucking graphs. Kieran, he hasn't. <laughs> He's still out there. There's Leicester, no Leicester City. Yeah, exactly. There's no reason why. No, but Kieran is right. <laughs> they will regress. I think, though, it's very positive. They've lost, they lost their first two games under Emery and the cutthroat nature of the Premier League, one or two more, and they'll be calling for his head. So you've got to be positive with it. And um, top like, four but, aspirations. But, but look, I, I think these are the kind of games that Arsenal, week in, week out, year in, year out, at home to the 7th to 20th teams. Arsenal invariably win, so I think that will happen again this weekend. They'll just keep it on, keep keep running. But you're not you're not enthused by the f- quality of the attacking football. You think the the I like I like Torreira and what he's he's bringing as a starter. He's definitely bringing something new in midfield. But Granit Xhaka is never going to be the answer yeah. in, in midfield for Arsenal. Defensively, we're so shaky. Uh, like we're we're as bad as anybody in the top yeah, ten defensively. Sh- shaky would be. Um, probably the wrong adjective um, and the two worst goalkeepers in the Premier League as well to boot do you reckon? I think so yeah I, I, I think I think Czech certainly is and if Leno if Leno wasn't getting in at the start of the season and only got in through default with an injury obviously in training he's he's not doing anything so it's a big worry oh, well, rather pissed on my strawberries there um, I was fully ready you did to, ask the question and we answered no it. look I'm, fe- I'm fully ready to jump on them for the title um, I'm not um, right, <laughs> we'll get to uh, best bets for the round. Any bet from any game, what do you like? Give me a one to that I can put my hard earned on. Uh, Fulham to win away at Cardiff. Cardiff are one of the worst teams up at that derby in Swindon's of yesteryear to grace the Premier League. Um, I reckon Fulham have been on a very tough run of fixtures as well. They probably can't defend, but around the 280, 290 mark. That's your bet of the weekend. <laughs> Wonderfully done, David. Uh, Kieran with the assist on that <laughs> on those odds. Anything for you, Kieran? Yeah, I'm going to go with, uh, given Dave's played in around the 280 to 290 field, I'll go with Liverpool to win both halves. That's uh, 288 against Huddersfield. Oh, fantastic. Good stuff, boys. And and with that, we get to uh, my favourite part of the show, the uh, world's smallest league. Um, there's only two spots in this league, and David, you're currently residing in the relegation zone. Um, Asterix. Yeah. Uh, no, look, it's it's fine. You've had a, a vote of confidence from the board. I'm sure you'll be able to turn this around on a meagre four points. Wow, resplendent. Resplendent. Kieran McKeown on seven points. Um, right, we'll rattle through these uh, rattle through these games. Um, duh, 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 duh. I'm just going to jump into the app here, boys. Um, Chelsea Man United. 1-0. 1-0 Chelsea for me. Uh, Wolves Watford, three nil Wolves, two nil Wolves, West Ham Tottenham, two all, one all, Cardiff Fulham, three one Fulham, two Men. one Fulham. Sorry, man. Man City <laughs> versus Burnley, four nil, four nil, Bournemouth versus Southampton, two one, two Bournemouth. one again. Oh, don't do that. Newcastle versus Brighton, uh, Newcastle one nil, two nil Newcastle for me. Dave's getting pretty good at these tips, by yeah. the way. It's, oh, it's getting better. Huddersfield versus Liverpool. Uh, Liverpool 2 0. 2 0 Liverpool here. Fuck's sake. Uh, Everton versus Crystal Palace. 1 0. 1 0 Everton. Ooh. Arsenal versus Leicester. 2 1. Arsenal. 3 1 Arsenal. Fantastic, boys. Well, that's. Uh, I mean, I said an amount of cloning again. We need, to, we need to work on this, whatever it is that's happening. Um, 
get you to do these in the room maybe in isolation um well anyway thank you very much for joining us we apologize yet again for the massive massive gap in transmissions we will try to make this more regular um things are looking up the studio is a lot tidier uh you're back We'll be back more regularly. What the people want us, I'm back. <laughs> what happens are around the league's roundup at the end? Please work on that for the next week. What's yeah. what's around the league? I have no idea. What's happening? Um, no, there's nothing left. I've seen there was 70,000 people at Atlanta United. Was there really? It's quite staggering. 70,000 yeah. attendance at an MLS game. Yeah. Bloody hell. Did you see there must be no other US sports on that day or something. Gibraltar. Gibraltar won their first ever competitive game. Well, no, that's not true. Make it sound that makes it sound like the first competitive game they played, they won. This is the first time they've won a competitive game. Two in a row. Two in a, two row. In a row. Two, two, two in, in a row. Two in four days. I apologise to any Spanish listeners about um, the Gibraltar results, but um, <laughs> Ireland have only won one in a year. Gibraltar have won two in a week, so um, it's a bit Mickey Mouse, but um, the Nations Cup. It's working. It's absolutely working. It's working for you in Wales, but it's not well, for and, us and in England Ireland. as well. Uh, did anyone see the Eric Dyer tackle on um, Ramos by any chance? Yeah, it's a bit of a nut, then, isn't it? Like Eric Dyer is a hopeless midfielder for um, <laughs> Spurs. Um, Sergio Ramos has won every trophy in the world. I don't think when he dies, people are going to remember the Eric Dyer tackle. No, I'm just saying it's a. Oh, it was a good tackle, <laughs> but it's also the thing that every world footballer wants to do is just to go through. That was pretty Ramos. diplomatic of you as a Liverpool fan as well, Dave, not to uh, give it to Ramos there, yeah, given sure given what he did it to, to your you boy. Just, you got to go. But <laughs> I think what was good about it, if I had to kind of be more kind of pleasant, I just think the random place. In the field, <laughs> that's the best part about it. it. It's just random. Or just yeah. when when you, when Spain just knocking it about in their own HBO, he makes an eighteen yard dash for this tackle as well. He sees it, he lines him up, and he goes through him. And I think all of us around the world, anybody who knows anything about football and what a cold hearted piece of shit uh, Sergio Ramos is, uh, would have enjoyed that. I'll put the link to that in the show notes. Anything, any other business while we're here? Well, the Aussies won four 0 against Kuwait, a team yeah. lower, lower in the FIFA rankings, David than Vanuatu um, <laughs> coming off the back of a two year FIFA ban for various misdemeanours so not not one to uh, not one to look too far into I don't think that's the the world roundup we can put more yeah more meat on these I scratched this section purely because you folks didn't <laughs> want to do it and now you've made me do it well, thank you very much and uh, we'll see you all again next week uh, if you are going to have a bet uh, gamble responsibly bet within your means set limits stick to them Um, minimum bet limits do them they're good they help Uh, cheers guys